1: Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Memories
2: are treasured. They're moments of time that we tuck away safely in a little pocket of our heart. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today the theme for our show is the gift of remembrance.
3: And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award winning book, Be the Star You Are for Teens simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. With regard to this week's theme, The Gift of Remembrance, we are going to examine how you can use your memories as sweet reminders of the journey you've traversed.
2: We have a power packed show for you today because this is a topic that I believe pertains to us all. Every waking moment of every day, we are creating memories. The challenge we have is to make sure that we're creating memories we're going to be proud of later on. Memories that we're going to look back upon fondly when we replay the reel of our life someday. One of my favorite quotes that's attributed to musician and comic book writer Gerard Way is, One day your life will flash before your eyes. Make sure it's worth watching. I got a taste of this flashback this past weekend when I visited the college I will be attending, Harvard College, And it was really, really interesting because going to college is, of course, a new chapter in any young person's life, but it's kind of both the beginning and an end. It's an end to the life that we've known for so long now and all the friends that I've been with and loved for 12 years straight. I mean, some of my friends come from kindergarten. And now I'm finally going to be in a totally new environment and meet totally different types of people. I mean, some of these kids and some of these kids have like cookbooks out there. And I'm sure (laughs) you're going through a similar struggle right now as well when you think about that one chapter ending and another chapter beginning it's absolutely crazy you know I have a couple
3: days before I'll be getting out of school for the last time because we have about five or six days until we actually have the graduation ceremony so you get out of school and you have six days between you graduate going oh my gosh I'm graduating high school in a couple days how am I going to get through college how am I going to live on my own you're just you're going to have all those things just rushing through your mind and it's it's awesome but scary at the same time
2: oh it is it is and But I think the good part is that now, as we live in this technological age, it might be a little bit easier to maintain contact with all the people from our past or from those 12 years of grade school. Oh, yeah. I just made a Facebook account, actually. I know. It's (laughs) crazy. I just made a Facebook account, um, mainly to keep in contact with everyone that I'm going to have to, unfortunately, leave behind as I travel to the other edge of the nation. And I think it's a great way. You know, as people post pictures of themselves as they journey through daily life, you can kind of remind yourself of what all your friends looked like and you know how they all acted and you know did all these crazy things and so I guess but you can have like a little parcel of memory that way of your old childhood self but it's still a drastic change I mean I know that as I'm journeying through college little moments are going to remind me of people from elementary school or people from high school and I'm going to think oh gosh she would have loved hearing that or oh gosh that was our little inside joke and it's going to mm-hmm. be stuff like that that'll be a little difficult to get over I think.
3: It is. It, it's a really big bummer when you have to leave people whom you're so close to, you know, uh, over the couple um radio shows that we've had, I've talked about, you know, me moving so much and moving from state to state, you know, going from high school to high school, different schools and different different neighborhoods and meeting new people and each time it broke my heart that I was going to be leaving A couple people that I knew so well and we got so close and you know it was good to know that we have cell phones we have email we have Facebook Twitter Instagram Snapchat all of that you know it's it's great that we now have that technology to where we can take pictures and post it on Instagram and that's what I love about Instagram you know you can take pictures with your friends you can take pictures of just something that you see you know something that inspired you or or made you feel a certain way or something that you thought was just so pretty and you could just snap these little moments and keep them with you for forever, basically, and and just keep those memories. And you know, every time you look at it, you know, it just brings back a flood of emotions. It's just that's what I loved that I was able to use those things to keep in
2: connection with my old friends um, back where I used to live. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I think I need to make an Instagram. I started with <laughs> Facebook. I think baby steps. I'll work my way up to Instagram. But yeah, pictures do hold that power for sure, for sure, and so do words and small memorabilia. Like one of my great, great friends um, on my birthday, she got me one of those necklaces that Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know of them. It's like a heart and then it's cracked in the middle and one friend has one half the necklace, the other has the other half the necklace. Yeah, yeah. Um, Small things like that. I think that whenever I wear that necklace, I'll think of her. So little memorabilia like that. I mean, cards that I've received for birthday parties, I've actually Mm -hmm. saved some of those because, you know, I know that I can look back at them and and remember those great times that we shared. And maybe I'll even put them together in a scrapbook over the summertime. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I love saving those kind of things. You know, I'm not a hoarder, but you know, (laughs) but I just like saving those little, little memories, you know, just little things that people have done, you know, something that was just special and it just holds a lot of meaning to it.
2: Right. Right. And also, you know, I was just thinking about the hometown that I grew up in because Harvard is in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and it's, a very different vibe, I think, than Turlock, California, where, where I'm growing up in right now. And, you know, we're kind of an agricultural community here. And, of course, <clears> Cambridge <throat> is much more of a city. And so yeah. not only will I have to acclimate to different types of people, but also acclimate to a whole new kind of atmosphere and environment and the dynamics.
3: Definitely. Of- I think, you know, where you live right now is probably a little bit slower, people are a little bit more laid back and casual. But I think, you know... Down in uh, Massachusetts in that, in um, that city is just everybody's just a bustling crowd of people. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, for sure. you know we've got fresh air here in Turlock and mm-hmm. know, every Tuesday morning there's the the flea market and then every Friday morning there's the farmers' market where you could buy all the fresh produce that you could possibly want. And, and you know, I remember that when I just recently visited Cambridge, I didn't see a whole lot of fresh produce out there in the streets like you can just buy here in my hometown. So yeah, it'll be interesting like that. Even the food, too, along those same lines. The food is very interesting and unique. I mean, traditional Bostonian food, I was talking around to a couple people, and I said, can you recommend a traditional Bostonian type of restaurant for me? And a lot of it entailed seafood. Mm -hmm. They have phenomenal clam chowder there. So. You know, Of course, it will be kind of hard letting go of all the family and friends and memories that we share back here in Turlock, California, but then again, I get to try all sorts of interesting things in Cambridge and Boston and the surrounding areas, so I think I have a lot to leave behind, but a lot to look forward to as well, and that sort of seems to be the way that things are going. It's that equal balance on the balance scale.
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I think, you know, you know, when you're going to an area, you you can find something that just reminds you of your hometown, which I think is, is a really good thing to do. You can create like a, like, if you're going to create your Instagram account, you can take pictures of things that just remind you of home and, and you can keep those things forever. So every time you look at it and then you can think, you know, of your, of your hometown, I, that's what I used to do. I would take pictures of something that would remind me of where I grew up. Cause I'm um, I grew up in Covina, California, and that was that was I loved that town. And I come here to Colorado from Arizona, and Arizona was just a completely different atmosphere than um, Covina, California. Like as you said, you had the flea market and and the farmers market. You know, you had that in Arizona, but in California, you went to the grocery store. <laughs> but um, you know, being in Colorado, I see so many just sections of the city that look just like Covina, California, and or I'll I'll be somewhere and it'll remind me of something that I did in my old hometown and, and you know I'll write about it or I'll take a picture of it and it'll just it'll remind me and it's and it's awesome.
2: Oh yeah, it's so awesome. And you know I was kind of trying to look back and frame the last twelve years of my life. You know, in grade school here in California, and if this was on the plane ride back. It's like five and a half hour plane rides, right? A lot of time to think, and I I just really realized that all the memories of my childhood were really lessons. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I've really, really learned is that everyone you will ever meet has something to teach you. And I think that everyone whom I've had the absolute privilege of meeting and getting to know here in California has taught me different lessons. And I, I will take those lessons with me. And so in that way, I frame my memories in a useful format and I can continue to hold them in my heart, but not just kind of like a painful thing, but more of like a useful, productive thing that will allow me to really live a great life now because of all yeah. the lessons that I've reaped, mm-hmm. all the people that I've gotten to know.
3: Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you for this great conversation Hannah. it's so true that we get to choose how we look back on the past so we should color our memories accordingly during the break be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos descriptions links and more i'm asia gonzalez
2: and i'm Hannah hundle also please check out our tumblr page at btsya.tumblr.com and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com forward slash be the star you are Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on memories.
1: Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good what book. What do
4: you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts?
2: You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today our show is all about the gifts of remembrance.
3: And I'm Asia Gonzalez. In the last segment, we discussed how memories seem to especially flood us when we move on to a new chapter in our lives, like starting college. And I think that that really brings, you know, an important lesson is that you can use your positive memories to lift up your day and you can use your positive memories to lift up somebody else's day, you know, cause maybe you're just having a really sad day or you're having a bad day. It may have been tough. You know, things may not have gone your way. You know, school may have been, you know, a real bummer, just overwhelming. Um, especially with graduation coming up soon, you know, everybody's trying to get everything done, getting your grades up, you know, making sure everything's okay. So I was just thinking about you know I'm gonna be moving on to college you know I'll be getting my own place and I'll be independent really soon and it it was scaring me you know I was thinking you know I'm not gonna see my family every day like I used to mm-hmm. I'm not gonna wake up and see them coming out of their rooms getting ready I'm not gonna to go to sleep in my bed you know saying goodnight to everybody and it's I'm not gonna have that same experience for for very long and I was just thinking you know it's it's kind of tough you know because. I'm really close with my family and we get along great. We're very closely bonded. So, you know, separating from them in that kind of way, just it kind of breaks my heart because, you know, I'm not going to be there as much as I as I am right now. So on that day, as I was thinking that, you know, I was thinking of all the awesome times that we've had together. Like um, my dad and I used to go to qualifying races for IndyCar and Formula One. And, uh, it's his fault that I'm such a car freak. But, um, <laughs> so we would go to the, uh, IndyCar races and it would just be an absolute wonderful time. And then I was actually remembering, um, a little while ago, uh, how my mom taught me to swim at this one hotel that we went to. It was in, um, Palm Springs and she was like, she was seeing how I would hang on the wall of the pool the whole time and I wouldn't I wouldn't go out into the middle of the pool with the water, you know, in the middle of the water where I would have to tread or, or something like that. And she was like, you know what, Asia, I'm going to teach you how to swim so you can not hold on to the wall the entire time you're here because that's just a waste of time. So I remember her um, standing on the other side of the pool and – I was holding on to the rail by the steps and she was like, okay, you're going to swim to me like right now. I was like, Mm. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like you're crazy. So (laughs) she was like, Asia, you've got to do it. Just do it. And I was like, okay. So I swam out and I was like the very first time that I went out into open water and she helped me um, figure out how to float on my back, you know, or, or how to keep my chin above the water. It was just those kind of things where it was, where it's with my family and, and just really cool memories like that just helped uplift my day when i was just thinking of things that i that i would miss and you know cherish and just something like that would help you just make your mood even better than it already is
2: yeah and you know i really wish that i had kept a diary all these years me too I- You know, I think that it would be so wonderful to be be able to flip through those pages. I mean, obviously, we can keep those great, great memories like you have in our minds. But sometimes it's even the littlest of things that you might have documented in your diary entry for that day that you forget to hold in your mind years and years later that you could just flip back on and remember while you're in college.
3: Yeah, I think I wish we had something like that or... You know, like our brains just, you know, kept like this little section of all these memories and then you can just upload them to something, just something cool like that.
2: Just, um, oh,
3: yeah. I wish sure. you could just have something to where all the good memories that you ever had, you can go back and look on them and, and you could see everything that you did with all your loved ones. Oh, just something yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, for sure. And you, you mentioned good memories. And I think that we were kind of piggybacking off of this idea in the previous segment that, I believe memories are as you frame them. So Mm -hmm. you can have good memories or you can have good lessons. And, you know, some of the instances that I've had with my family may not be the greatest of memories, but they've taught me wonderful life lessons and wonderful things to always remember. And so in that way, I still look back upon them very, very fondly. And so I think in totality, I'm really going to look back upon my childhood fondly, even the seemingly negative things in the moment looking back on them, I'm very, very thankful for perhaps any of the trials and tribulations I've had to endure because it's really shaped me into who I am. And I think when you look back on your life, on the substratum of everything that you've gone through, it helps you appreciate everything that you've gone through a lot more than I think when you're traversing the path in the moment.
3: Exactly. I think the moments are what you make them. You know, if you have a good attitude or if you had a bad attitude about it, you know, you can either have, memories that were life-changing or helped you uh, experience growth or just something that just really impacted your life in a positive way.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, our producer, Cynthia Bryan, mentioned that she likes to keep a digital diary of all the things that, you know, emails and text messages. And because you know, now we live in this digital age where a lot of people don't write us letters or anything like that. So I think keeping even an online type of diary might be mm-hmm. helpful. I know I have a running email where by any time I find an inspiring quote or someone just says something that really catches my attention, I have this email that I keep sending to myself and I probably send it to myself upwards of 200 times. And it's just full of all these positive affirmations and positive quotes and just great experiences. And so sometimes whenever you know, I need a little boost of energy or boost of inspiration, I can just go back to those emails that I sent to myself and remind myself, you know, what I learned in that moment, and hopefully I can carry that with me. Yeah. More.
3: Yeah, what I really want to start, I've i have done it once, but I thought, you know, this is just, it's enjoyable. So I want to keep a blog going. Um, mm. If I see something that somebody did for somebody else that was just truly awe-inspiring, you know, it really touched your heart, or a quote that I that I heard, or just something good that happened that day, and just write about it. And, you know, not just, like, stay, oh hey, I guess I you know, I helped someone cross uh some old woman cross the street today and, you know, she thanked me and it just felt good. But I wanna write just something long and so I can go back and read it and it'll it'll kind of uplift me so and I and I could publish it so other people could read it and it could make their day better, you know, just something like that, like a blog just full of positive things. Um and I just think that would be so interesting to have, and I think it would be so useful to other people as well, not just yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a diary you can share with the world. And yeah. That's what's so great about this technology that we have available at our fingertips is that we anything positive that comes across us in our lives, we can magnify it a thousandfold by putting mm-hmm. it online. And so if you do decide to go along with that blog, go ahead and hit me up because I think that would be a fantastic idea. I think that would be so cool
3: if we both did
2: it. I'd love to collaborate with you on that for sure.
3: Yeah, because I, I, and you know, if other people came and joined too, I think that would be absolutely wonderful. Just people coming in and um, <clears throat> just writing about, you know, all these good things that you've seen in that day, you know, something that made you feel good is just, I think that would be so cool.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can even, you know, take <clears throat> submissions for that. And if anyone had a great memory, they wanted to share a great experience that they wa- that they thought would be helpful for the readers of the blog to know, they could send their little piece in and we could put it up there and share it with the world.
3: Yeah, I think that would help. I just think that would spread more positivity around the world, you know, letting everybody share a good memory or a good experience just so there's, there's more positivity and less negativity.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of Instagram accounts right now and Facebook accounts are kind of trying to accomplish the same thing because I've kind of used some of my friends' Instagram accounts when they let me go on there. And um, there, there's a lot of accounts with, like, positive quotes, pictures of positive quotes, you mm-hmm. pin. I don't know if it's repin or it's not retweet because that's Twitter, but I'm yeah. not sure what the word is to kind of put it on your account as well. But
3: I think that's kind of tough to do on Instagram. You have to like snapshot it and then put it on your, on your account. I think they should do something like that on Instagram, though, where you can like repin something
2: and just yeah. share it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I had no idea. It was a little more difficult on Instagram. But yeah, I mean, if it's kind of tedious to do on Instagram, I think to do it on a blog would be terrific. Oh,
3: yeah. I think that would be so good because it's not just a picture and it's not just like a status. It's like a blurb, like just something that somebody wrote about that you can read and it's like an uplifting story. It's not just a sentence or a word or a picture. It's something that somebody physically wrote, you know, pouring that idea out of your your heart and you can just read about one of their experiences. I think that would just be absolutely wonderful and useful to society because it's just something – it's one more positive thing in the world, you know, getting rid of all the negativity that we've experienced, you know?
2: Right, right. There's no prompt you have to answer to, no guidelines are required to follow. Asia, you are a genius. I love this idea.
3: (laughs) I think that would be so great. We really need to do this.
2: We need to collaborate. Thank you so much for this idea and for this great conversation. And you brought up a lot of notable points here about how powerful our memories can really be when we use them for good. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Hannah Hundle.
3: And I'm Adrian Gonzalez. Also, remember to visit our charity site at www.btsya.org to stay up to date with all our latest programs, events, and activities. We'll be back in the next segment as we continue our conversation on remembrance.
1: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
4: Indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow, you set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of
1: you.
2: Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today's hot topic is the gift of remembrance.
3: And I'm Asia Gonzalez. We are having a blast this week with the with our topic remembrance. We love how important it is to grasp onto all of our wonderful memories that we have tucked away, always taking the time to bring them out and share with other people. So. With all of the um, Memorial Day things coming up, you know, there are sometimes, you know, painful memories that can come up, you know, of lost loved ones. Or um, we may have those loved ones still with us and they've had some experiences that are just absolutely mind-boggling. So my grandpa was actually in the Vietnam War and he was he would tell us some stories about um what he used to do and some things he wouldn't be allowed to tell us because he was in the military and some of it was just like you know top secret kind of stuff mm-hmm. but <clears throat> he would always talk about these things and i just wondered you know how how scary it must have been to be in something like that and you know how many things has have you know what things have he, has he seen you know just that were that were heartbreaking or you know it was it was just such a an impact or it was just scarring and you know he is the greatest person he is so sweet he's kind he is loving so he didn't use those memories to negatively impact him i think he uses those memories to show him how lucky he is to be with his family still you know i think mm. that memorial day can be used for that as well that it's not just the sad memories that you've lost somebody or or something like that but i think it could be used to to um think, you know, they went through that terrible experience. Or maybe it was it was a learning experience or something like that. Just something positive that they enjoyed. You know, if they worked on on something that they a project that helped them grow. But knowing that they went through that and that they're still there, you know, they they came back and they're they're with their families still is just is something wonderful to think about.
2: That is really wonderful to think about. And you know, there's a whole wealth of literature and information on what anyone can do to let go of painful memories because I think, of, you know, of course, if you're a veteran and you, you've served our country so well, yeah. you're just a normal teenager who's dealt with bullying before, mm-hmm. painful memories are in your life. There are ways you can effectively get rid of them.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's easier, you know, it just depends on, on your experience or it just depends on who you are. You know, I've had some painful memories, I've had some losses, I've had some, you know, you know, with moving around, losing people, you know, losing friendships. I've I've lost a friendship because, you know, we just grew apart and, you know, I've lost some family members or, um, you know, believe it or not, I was somewhat bullied when I was a little, little kid, but you know, that was a really, really long time ago. Um, and I got over it. And, you know, I think when you're trying to get rid of painful memories, it just, you, you come to terms with what happened. You, you think about what happened and you realize, you know, I've grown out of that. I've gotten past it. You know, I'm stronger than I was, you know, it doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. Um, so you just, you grow and growth is painful. It's a very painful thing to do because if, if it was easy, you wouldn't be growing, but because, once you grow out of something and you've, you've uh, been successful in getting past it, you know, that's when the time that you can tell your heart, like, I can let go of that. I can move past it and you know, forgive and forget. Um, but I think that it's, it's a lot harder and it's easier said than done.
2: For sure, for sure. And I love how you mentioned that you need to come to terms with it because I think a lot of times we feel just sad or we feel angry or we feel you know, down and out. We, we have these emotions and we're not really sure from where they stem. Mm-hmm. And the problem is a lot of times our sadness or our anger doesn't have a real clear root. So yeah. your job is to find the root of that. And oftentimes I think you're really going to find that it's a whole mix of things. It's a whole jumble, a whole ball of whack. And because of that, you might not really need to be angry about it or sad about it. Because if you can't break it down to logical terms, It's a very clear cut, cut and dried. This happened, then that led to that, then that led to that, and this hurt me, therefore I am sad. It's actually very, very difficult to do that. And I've tried this because my friend gave me this advice one time too when I was sad that you have to break it down, try to break it down into a workflow like that, into a a sequence, a logical sequence. Yeah, understand
3: why. To
2: understand why you're sad. and just But sometimes you're going to find that you really can't identify where the sadness kicked in. And then so because of that, you have to tell yourself that, hey, you know, you got you got to suck it up and keep moving on. And I've actually tried that. And I think it really does work. So I think the next time you're sad, try to identify that sequence of sequence of events and break it down very, very logically. And you're going to find that either your sadness is just an unnecessary byproduct of something that happened or that it's actually much easier to let go than you might have been able to anticipate if you hadn't broken it down like that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think the same thing can go for, you know, positive memories, you know, thinking of where that good memory came from and using that time to just go through each step on why that memory made you happy. And it'll just make you feel so much better because you're dwelling on that happy memory instead of dwelling on something that made you feel so sad or angry. Because I think once you dwell on the past, you know, it just it defeats you. And I think once you take the time to understand why it made you feel that way. I think you can just throw it away, put it in a little box and just shove it out of the way and then take that time that you spent thinking about that negative thing and turn it into something positive. Take a positive memory from that little corner in your mind and think and dwell on why that made you happy and just and just let it fill you with positive and positivity and happiness, you know.
2: Right, right. And I think that when you keep on dwelling on things that have happened to you that you don't like or that you're upset about, you actually give more energy to those things, right? You exercise, you empower them. And so there is such a crucial importance in this notion of letting go, no matter how hard it is. But if you really think about it, again, if you break it down very, very logically, the more you dwell, the more you let this, this haunting memory live in your mind, the more power you're giving to it and the more power it now has over you. Exactly, exactly. And I think that it's it's true when you dwell on something, you give your
3: energy to that. So if you're dwelling on a negative memory, then your day's just not going to be as good as you want it to be. But if you dwell on something that is positive, something that is happy, then you will impact not only yourself, but I think you impact the people around you because when you have that positive emotions flowing from you, it affects everybody. Instead of, you know, if you're being grumpy or grouchy that day or you're just feeling down, people can see it and people can sense it. Because you give off energy, you give off vibes, and people can, people can see that. So, you know, it affects them as well, not just you. So I think when you, when you dwell on something like that, it affects everybody. It affects your atmosphere, it affects your vibe. You know, that don't kill my vibe, you know, be positive, you know, affect people that way instead of affecting people in a negative way, because I don't think it's just you that will be affected by the way your day is going. It's other people as well, because when you interact with someone, they can tell how you're feeling by reading you and your, you know, your conversation, your tone of voice, your expressions, your body language. And when you, when you dwell on something happy, you're able to be a more positive person in that day. And it'll, it'll help people interact with you a lot better. You know, it'll make your day a lot better.
2: Right. Right. And just on a couple of shows ago, we had Danny DePiro, the author of Positively Present come on the program. And she said that you really have to focus on everything that's going right, or that has gone right. Mm -hmm. And enshrine those in your mind instead of empowering all the terrible things or the things that you wish could have gone differently. Cause if you think about it, I mean, it's, Try to cliche, but the past is the past, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about what happened.
3: Yeah, you have no power over the past, but you do have the power to focus on the present and the future on what you want your future to be and how you want that present
2: moment to be, you know, being mindful. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And there is nothing, again, I repeat, there is nothing you can do about what already happened. Mm -hmm. All you can do is continue to think about it, but that doesn't change the sequence of events. All that does is change your person and change the positive vibe that you could be giving out instead
3: you could possibly control the outcome or control the consequences that you want or how you want uh the outcome to be or the aftermath you know i my dad uh we were having a conversation and he was always saying be mindful of your actions at that present moment because that once one a split second can determine how your day is going to go or how you're interacting with that one person. So be mindful of what you're doing and use those positive thoughts to determine how you're going to be that day, you know, and determine your actions. Right, right. I totally
2: agree. So thank you very, very much, Asia, for this terrific conversation. And during the break, everyone, be sure to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Hannah Hundle. And
3: I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the Be the Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Stay with us for our next segment as we continue our conversation.
4: Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook, every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! You're listening to Express Yourself. On the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit expressyourselfteenradio.com. Now, back to our star teens.
2: Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of remembrance,
3: and I'm Asia Gonzales. So far, Hannah and I have been having a great time conversing this topic. Well, we are now back again with this week. This week, with our absolutely wonderful Brigitte Gia, we are so excited to have her part of our team. Brigitte is dedicated to the visual arts, possessing experience in painting with different types of media, drawing from life, and playing the violin.
5: Hey guys, I'm Bridget and you're going to join me today with a segment centered around the link between art and the human memory. What defines remembrance? Someone recalling your name on the first date? Uh, Descendants retracing their DNA traits to you? The memory of you as a person? Diminished by your achievements. For how long? To what extent? That's where art comes in. Works of art are used to communicate the most ephemeral moments, fleeting snapshots of frozen forever. Pieces can also be concrete, an abstract portrait of forever in its own, in its own glory. Take Van Gogh's Starry Night, for instance. Regarded as one of the most famous abstract landscapes in art history, it's also one of my favorites. It captures a single nuit, or night, a darkness in 365, a year in 10, a decade in 100, a century in a 1,000. Van Gogh manages to really send it into eternity one of the largest goals of the artist is to preserve whatever idea or moment they're portraying in as long as their ability allows them to. Remembrance works in funny ways as well. Brilliantly gifted composer Johann Sebastian Bach, creating music from a Baroque-era church in the 15th and 16th centuries, enjoyed a long period of oblivion in the years following his death. It was only really when romantic composer Mendelssohn brought his work Bach, into the light that Sebastian rose to the post-mortem fame he has today. It isn't just about widespread fame, however, because remembrance is also about connecting with the people around you as well. Creating memories with loved ones is important. Live your life as fully as possible, spreading your love amongst those you care for. You might not be a household name, but celebrated, celebrated Grandpa Joe gets as much love at the dinner table as Leonardo da Vinci, if not more. Art is a method for capturing the memories that are most important to you, and that's really what matters.
3: I love how you have such a passion for art and how you incorporated that into the gift of remembrance, because I think that's important, you know, using art to express what you remember and what you love, you know? So Mm -hmm. do artists ever, you know, paint personal memories that they simply want to capture without an an, an um, existential message? Sorry, I can't speak right now. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Um, really, any work can be interpreted as existential if you try hard enough. I mean, mm. you know, the English teacher, the blue in those curtains symbolize ultimate sorrow. But oh, personally, yeah. <laughs> oh, those essays. Um, <laughs> I definitely believe that there are many works of art that really act as snapshots. For example, mm-hmm. Impressionist works such as Monet's and Degas, um, they usually emphasize the ephemeral nature of life or perhaps like pointillism. Yeah. Definitely. it's It's... Yeah can be used as anything
3: yeah i like how the mm-hmm. impressionist uh movement actually did depict what it actually mm-hmm. looked like you know it they depicted yeah. how it made them feel and what they saw at that exact moment you know what they felt not just yeah, what exactly. it was blurry That's it's very true. beautiful yeah mm-hmm. and
2: do you think that artists ever paint personal memories that they simply want to capture just for their, themselves and their loved ones and their family or are these things that they want to like share with the world
5: um, I think, I think it's a combination of both. Like, they want to capture this moment with their loved ones or whatever they enjoy the most, and then they want to share this happiness with the world. Uh, for example, Pablo Picasso's, I think he drew a portrait of the one he loved at that moment, and it was an abstract design. So, really, it didn't look too much like a woman, but it conveyed his <laughs> feelings for that woman, and that's really what mattered. Yeah, and Van Gogh yeah. also has... Uh, land, I think, a uh, still life of his own room to show, like, the person he was, and this personal moment with his belongings that he wanted to share mm-hmm. with the world.
3: I like that. Yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, with, because I think when you create something out of a physical material, you know, it's mm-hmm. it can be difficult to preserve it forever. You know, sometimes yeah. it could be, you know, ruined by fluids or it could be ruined by. You know, uh, mm-hmm. a natural disaster, or you just lose it, or or something like that. So, plenty of artworks oh, yeah. are destroyed throughout the ages. There are so many lost pieces.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
3: why do you think art symbolizes remembrance?
5: Um the feeling of really settling this idea down any idea onto something that can be brought up later like a piece of paper or maybe canvas um mm-hmm. without committing it to just like the brain your own mind is really something art has gradually come to embody like huh. I don't know people just want to have a sense of I'm not going crazy I really you see <laughs> you see this do you understand I wrote it down on paper and like it's the fact that others will see it instead of just yeah. it being in your head that really creates a firm and stable atmosphere around the exactly. process of art making.
3: Mm-hmm. That's why I love art because, you know, whatever you're thinking in your mind, you just whip out your sketchbook and your pencil and you just start drawing. And, you know, whatever you're thinking, mm-hmm. that's, that's what you do. I just exactly. I think that's absolutely
2: wonderful. That's why I love art. You know, it's yeah. expressive. You can do what you want with it. You yeah. can express yourself with it, and yeah, you, you clearly have a huge connection to art. I mean, that connection there is strong, mm-hmm. but for the average love person who may not feel like they're such a great artist, how can you <laughs> incorporate art into their memorable moments?
5: Um, I was just trying to find a medium that anyone can express themselves with. If you have a medium that you personally really want to connect with or really feel a connection with, um, then take it with you everywhere. Really, uh, it takes a bit of dabbling in each medium. Like, personally, I've dabbled in many mediums, but I really love sketching. So I carry around a small sketchbook and try to capture moments that I see, that I feel. Um, a notepad, a cell phone camera, a portable stavebook book for music, even. All of these can really be used to depict a mood or a memory. That's, that's so awesome.
3: Yeah. See, that's, that's really useful because I think all of us need to have something like that. You know, maybe it's just... Um, mm-hmm people who do public speaking, you know, motivational speaking, they choose to take all the good memories or the positive experiences that they've had to really, Mm -hmm. you know, promote that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think that's just absolutely wonderful.
2: Exactly. Rajiv, have you ever gone back through your small sketchbook and kind of looked at all those Mm -hmm. drawings and has that produced a flood of memories that come back to you?
5: Oh, definitely. Um, I love to I love to sketch landscapes, and I love to draw out what I see. So one time, my family and I we all went down to Monterey and the Monterey Bay Area in California, and oh, it was wow. beautiful. Yeah, and there was there was a stork that had landed in the water, and I just wanted to capture that. And I happened to have a sketchbook and my watercolors, and so I was able to whip that out and just paint it. And <laughs> whenever I look back on that, I'm like, oh, that's wow. fantastic. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh,
5: that's it's so great.
3: awesome. Do you do you do, you know, just graphite drawings? Do you do painting more? Do you use like pastels or anything like that?
5: Um, Personally, I really like pencil. Um, I love pastels, charcoals and watercolors. Those mm-hmm. are my main mediums. Um, other people may find <laughs> different mediums that they express themselves through. I do have a friend who does photography as not just oh, yeah. like a candid type thing. Um, definitely he like makes the angles all pretty and he's able to take pictures that are really just wonderful. And I absolutely
3: love photography mm-hmm. that you could just capture something like that in that actual Exactly.
5: Instant. Yeah, before that people had to like hand paint it, you know, and now mm-hmm. it's so much more versatile.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so cool. It's lovely. It's really it useful. Is. I'm glad you're into the art though. I-, I think that that's needed more, that people need to definitely. get into the artwork. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Brigitte. Thank you so much for being on the team with us. and We enjoy <laughs> having you talk with us. They're absolutely wonderful conversations. Oh, <laughs>
1: right.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for giving us all this wonderful information about how we connect art with our memories to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. As always, all good things must come to an end. And this show gave us an in-depth look at how powerful our memories really are. Building a beautiful life is all about building amazing memories. Thanks to Star Style Productions' Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Perry Damone's Kid Star for producing this show, where we empower kids. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our, list, to our guests and reporters from across the program pro, across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez.
2: And I'm Hannah Hundle, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be a builder of great memories, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself.
4: Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself.
0: Look at
5: yourself. Go. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the, Now
3: from the Kidstar of the Month here is the Wisp Pops and their song Sea Turtle.
0: get back eventually
3: from the Kid Star Album of the Month.